You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. I'm sorry, I'm not doing it the wrong way. This is Play by Play Cast, the world's number one sports media podcast. Wait, what? Nobody's fact checking it, just keep going. Here we go. Who the hell is Happy Gilmore? Got all that on camera, right, John? Sure, I did. All right, because the red light was not on. The podcast about play by play broadcasters for play by play broadcasters, hosted by a play by play broadcaster. Oh, you can stick me in some kind of Italian boat because that one is Gondola. Now, from New York. Really? All the big ones are from New York. Your host, Joe Godet. It's still Joel. Yeah, he will not be able to see very well, Cotton. Well, it has uh, it's been a week, that's for sure. Or if you're talking about play-by-play cast, it has uh, it's been a few months. Welcome back into the podcast, everybody, on this, the first day without sports. My name is Joel Gadet. This is PXPCast. It's the podcast about play-by-play broadcasters for play-by-play broadcasters hosted by one. It is a professional development podcast that dives into the tips tricks, experience, stories, process, and preparations of some of the biggest and best play-by-play announcers in the business. On social media at PXPCast, email me jgodett at bsu.edu. All right, a couple of things to get to here. First things first, elephant in the room, we have gone away since October. This is our first podcast in a couple of months. If you've been missing us, um, welcome back. I I will say this much. In October... When the podcast went away, it went away because, like, I just had one week where I was really busy, <laughs> and I just didn't get to an episode, and, like, it was kind of refreshing, like, I, I, because what wound up happening when you do a podcast every week, and I think we'd missed, like, one or two weeks for the course of three years, um, for that long, it turned into, at times, a a rat race to get guests every week. And it took away for me at that point, having done it for so long, some of the enjoyment of doing the podcast, because it wasn't just about me being able to call people and pick their brains and learn and grow. Um, but it became about me making sure I had a guest. And like, I, I always felt like I was sending emails and emails and emails and chasing. And sometimes, uh, you know, if you get straight to a broadcaster, you're, you're usually pretty good. But if you go through PR people, like, I haven't had the best luck in that. And you get a lot of like, eh, well, not interested at this time. Well, I'll ask them and then you never hear again. Um, and that got to be old after a while. And it just became a slog. And I, and I wasn't giving the attention to the process and to the people that I wanted to and that I needed to. And for me personally, um, it became nice and refreshing in some respects to be able to take that step back. So um, for that, I apologize to all of you that have waited on bated breath every Friday morning for the last several months uh, for a new episode. Um, But I just wanted to give you that explanation as far as where we had gone off the top. That also being said, as this podcast has renewed, and it's been something I've thought about doing um, really over the last couple of months... I don't want to promise going forward a brand new episode every Friday morning again, um, because I don't want to get back into that hamster wheel every single week. Um, But what I do want to do is provide really quality content for you guys, conversations for you guys, learning experiences for you guys, and for myself as well. And in honesty, one of my favorite podcasts... I'm a big CrossFit guy. If you've, if you've listened to the podcast, that has come up a few times. Uh, it's called Pursuing Health. It's a podcast about health, not about CrossFit, um, but by CrossFit Games athlete Julie Fouché. And it comes out when it comes out. Like She drops a new episode when she has one. And they're good. And when it pops up, you're like, oh, good, a new one. And that, I think, will become more the route of what play-by-play cast becomes going forward. So we want to have a brand new episode every Friday. They will come out regularly. Um, but I will not promise that there will be a new one exactly on Friday and exactly every week. There'll be a new one um, when they come out and they will be very good and awesome and you guys will certainly enjoy them. And I think that is the most productive schedule for all of us going forward. Um, so I appreciate you guys bearing with me on that note as well. All of that said, I think I heard more about the podcast and how much people listened to it 
since I stopped doing it <laughs> than I ever did when we actually churned these out every week. And that was really cool just to hear about, even though the podcast wasn't happening, there wasn't a new one every week. I had new people reaching out to me. I got a, a new one. Like I got an email yesterday from somebody who had found the podcast and was really thrilled by it. And they were like, I listen to them all the time. And I listen to, you know, I, I'm churning through them. And like, I, I didn't, want to tell them that after 168 they they run out of episodes um but but it was really cool and inspiring from my standpoint to hear all of you uh enjoying it asking for new episodes um in some cases like demanding new episodes adam jackson central michigan i'm talking to you um um, but it's been it's been really cool uh, to know that all of you guys um really have enjoyed this and and really um, we're looking forward to its return. So uh, we are back. That being said, let's get into uh, let's get into the news before we get to our guest today, because yesterday was a thing that happened. I'll talk to you about it from my perspective. I was in Cleveland for the Mid-American Conference Tournament on Wednesday night. I was shooting video for the Ball State women. They got bounced by Eastern Michigan on Wednesday night in the quarterfinals. And... Um, shot the video and edited my piece and then went out to uh, grab some late dinner with a bunch of, you know, friends and other staffers from some other schools that were there. And that was when we saw on television that Rudy Gobert had tested positive for the coronavirus. And the first thing that came into my mind was I was, you know, in the car that morning listening to the CBS Sports Ion College Basketball Podcast and Gary Parrish and Matt Norlander were both saying, all this is going to take is one person to test positive, one player to test positive, because that player will have contacted other players, will have uh, gone through the handshake line. The example they used was, can you imagine if someone's playing Duke in the first round? And, you know, can players overcome this? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you're an in-shape young person, you are not considered at risk for the coronavirus. But if this player contracts it and goes through the handshake line and shakes hands with Coach K, who is 73 years old, well, he is in the at-risk age group. And we're going to quarantine Coach K for two weeks during the NCAA tournament. It just became, you, you knew that once a player tested positive, it was going to be a domino effect. Then Rudy Gobert tests positive, and then... One of his teammates test positive, and then a referee from the Colonial test positive, um, and it was a domino from there, and you just kind of got the sense. We left that bar on Wednesday night in Cleveland with the men's quarterfinals on Thursday, and the thought in my mind was, Ball State's not going to play. We will not play a game tomorrow. Woke up, I was optimistic. No news, good news. I knew the athletic directors were meeting that morning, hadn't heard. Got to 11 o'clock, hadn't heard. Quarterfinals supposed to start at noon. Players are warming up. Ball State shot around, went to the arena. It was great. TV was there. And um, left shooting around. At 11.30, I left the hotel. I went to CrossFit CLE in Cleveland. I was going to do the noon workout. And on my way to the gym, I walked a mile and a half from the hotel. Um, I get a, uh, the notification that there's a press conference. There's no way I'm going to make it to this press conference. I'm in gym clothes a mile and a half away from, you know, the arena. Uh, I don't have a camera. I don't have a recorder. I have nothing on me. It starts in 15 minutes. Um, And there was the notification that the games were being postponed until one o'clock. So I thought, all right, you know what? The press conference will be online. I'll be able to get some audio from it. I'll use it in my pregame show. Clearly, the games are still getting played. Cool beans. Go from there. Get to the gym. Um, start stretching, start warming up, and I'm constantly refreshing my phone, and that's when the Big Ten canceled. And then the ACC, and the SEC, and the wave began, and then the news that the Mid-American Conference was canceling its conference tournament. So I left CrossFit, I was there for about five minutes, ran back to the hotel, showered, changed, and my athletic director calls me. I had asked if I could interview her, just to get her perspective, we'll put it out on social media. She was in the AD meeting. What did you guys decide? How, how did you decide it? It's 1235. She says, we have a meeting at one. Can you be at the arena before that? At this point, I'm in a towel. Um, I said, yes. 
threw on a sweater, threw on some khakis, threw on my dress pants, pick up my camera box, which is about 30 pounds, my laptop case, which is bulging with a hard drive as well, put that in the other hand, run down to the elevator, take the elevator to the ground, and run out of Tower City Center in Cleveland to Quicken Loans Arena. It's about 0.6 miles away. I get to the first door, it's locked. I get to the second door, it's locked. I'm banging on the door. I'm like, can you let me in? There's a guy there, but they can't let me in. The doors are locked physically. They couldn't open them, which I found out later when I tried to leave the arena. Um, I finally get to the media entrance because it was all the way on the other side of the arena. I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, I'm running out of time. They won't let me in the media entrance. The building is on lockdown. Eventually, they let us in. People come up and get us. I go down there. I interview our AD. um, And by the time I even got done editing they had announced that spring sports were canceled. So we put the video up online. Anyway, it was still applicable and um, faced the reality that I had done my last broadcast for the year and, you know, broadcasting gymnastics on big 10 network next week was not going to happen. And broadcasting the women's division two national championship for CBS sports network was not going to happen. And broadcasting Ball State baseball and softball this season was not going to happen. And the rest of Ball State men's volleyball was not going to happen. And you just kind of sat there and you felt like the world was burning. Everything was getting canceled. And then I got home and naturally, I like I, I planned on being out of town for six days Um I had no food, so I went to the grocery store, and the line wrapped around the grocery store. It was like 40 people deep to get to a cash register. Unless you went to the self-checkout, which is what I did, and that was much shorter. I don't know why more people didn't do that, but that's another issue. Um, I, I only have one roll of toilet paper left. I don't know why everyone needs toilet paper. I, I, incredible. Uh, there's no meat. Uh, I had to go back today to get meat. Because <laughs> it was gone. Um, vegetables, surprisingly, or maybe unsurprisingly, nobody nobody had taken any of the vegetables. I got all the vegetables I needed. That was weird. Um, fruit too. But it's uh, it's wild. And walked into work this morning with this weird reality that we have no games to broadcast. We have no games to cover to write about, and our student athletes have nothing. There's no classes on campus. Um, for the next three months, which is weird. And from a professional standpoint, it kind of sucks because that's what we love to do. And I don't know what I'm going to do with my weekends because I don't have them ever. Like I work. And if I'm not calling a game, I'm reviewing a game or I'm prepping for the next one. So it's going to be interesting. Like I'm going to have to think of ways to get out of my apartment. And as it gets nicer, it probably won't be as hard. I'll go hike some national parks and st- or some state parks, maybe some national parks. Probably do some weekend getaways. Uh, but it's just like, I might go to the Kentucky Derby, which I've never done. I've always wanted to, and I've always had a broadcast. So that'll be cool. Um, I hate hate large crowds, though. So we'll see. But it is a, it is a weird existence um, to be in right now. And I'm sure all of you guys listening to this can... Uh, empathize with that from your own experiences it's been uh it's been it's been weird anyway uh that is a 13 minute intro to what is the return edition of play by Playcast. and you didn't come here to hear me ramble about why the pod went away and what my day in cleveland was like uh you came here to listen to mike monaco he is of all the young broadcasters in this business a guy that has like the biggest rocket strapped to his back in this entire industry. Um, I got to know Mike Monaco when he was the television voice of the Western Michigan Broncos in the Mid-American Conference, and that was like three years ago, and now he's calling Duke UNC. Uh, He is a voice on the ACC Network. He has worked the last couple years with the Pawtucket Red Sox and was doing some spring training games this year until that went away on Nesson with the Red Sox Red Sox. He is phenomenal. His approach is phenomenal. His voice is phenomenal. Um, he is going to be a big-time name and a big-time player in this field for a very long time. Uh, 
So I had the pleasure to sit down with Mike, which is something I've wanted to do for a very long time on this podcast, and finally got him. Mike Monaco is our guest on episode number 169 of PXPCast. Welcome back.
All right, that's Mike Monaco of the ACC Network joining us here on PXPCast. Uh, many thanks to Mike for taking the time. I know he was uh, shy and sheepish to do it, uh, as he said off the beginning, but uh, humble to the core. He is more than deserving of being on this podcast, and uh, hopefully you guys are able to glean uh, from his opinions and his preparation and the way that he goes about doing um, what he does today. If you have suggestions for people you want to hear on the podcast, tweet them at us and tag those people in them. That's uh, that's my new thing. Like if we can get people tagged, we can we can we can stir up some noise and and uh, 
I, a lot of people have a lot to do or not a lot to do, I, I think right now. So it uh, might be a good opportunity to get some folks on the podcast um, and interact with us on social media. Let us know how you are going to spend your newfound free time um, that you may have um, come across over the next couple of weeks and months uh, at PXPCast. Let us know uh, what you're going to try to do professionally or for fun or to fill hours that you would have had filled otherwise hit us up at pxpcast until next time my name is joel gadette the music is marshmallow and we are out and that will do it from st louis where the score is inconclusive